everybody, and welcome back to the A Beautiful Beginning Podcast. This is your host, Shakia, and I'm coming in with the morning recording. I have laryngitis because I've been sick for like the past, what, week and a half, two weeks. So it's clearing, but this seems like it was like not really getting better, so I had to change antibiotics, and uh, it's getting better. I think if when I rest, um, so I had to make an executive decision to be out of work most of the week, which is something I don't like doing because I like to show up, but I wasn't getting any better. It was like I was getting worse and worse, and then I had to change antibiotics and go see my daughter and get inhalers and everything. And so now I feel like I got a good chance of actually getting better. But today, I wanted to come in um, to do a short recording because I can't stress my voice too long. So I was just going to do a little recording. But um, today I want to talk about being superwoman. And so I think I've talked before on my podcast about how I had this like godlike complex where I felt like God sent me to give a word or to, you know, make sure I encourage people to be the best at this and that. And the reason I call that a godlike complex is because I can do what I can humanly do, but I also have to know that I'm human and I need to rest too. I need support. I need love. I need to be able to break down and be built back up. And so this morning I got up early and I was looking at one of my other favorite YouTubers, Dr. Nina. She's a new mom at 40, has a two-month-old. She's married. And she was talking about her support system. Even with her being married, her mom has been there for quite a while, for like almost two months. Um, Her mom has been there for two months. Her husband's mom has been there for about 10 days. And then her baby sister, her sister, who's even because she, even though she's younger, she has kids. Um, she came in as well. And so she's had a salute of people coming in, you know, as far as her immediate family to help. <clears throat> and they've been a huge support to her with their new baby. And so. I remember when I first had my girls, which was very, very long ago. Seems like they're not now. But I remember coming home with two babies and being immediately overwhelmed and anxious. And I remember thinking, I don't know why I feel this way. I don't know why, you know, I'm anxious or, you know. And she said something a few minutes ago that really resonated with me, and I wanted to share this. Um, The superwoman complex that a lot of women have, we have to let it go because we're human. I wanted so badly to make sure everything was perfectly in line and perfectly in place because the minute you show any type of emotion, the moment you sweat, the moment you cry, the moment that you show that it may be a little bit too much for me, I'm a little bit fearful of this. I'm a little bit, you know, then it's like you're ostracized or criticized. And there are people who will say whatever. That is true. 
Um, and you're not going to get support everywhere. That is true. But when you do have a small village of, 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 of community of support, be grateful and thankful for that. But be grateful and thankful for people who allow you to mess up. For people who understand that you're not going to get it right. That you're not going to always be able to push through stuff right away. If you're having a moment in your life where you're down, they understand and they're going to stand with you. They're not going to keep trying to tell you, well, you're just going to have to get over it. You're just going to have to do, and you know, and you just go, you know, people get over that. People do whatever. We're human. I'm not telling you to stay in a place that does not serve you a long time, but allow yourself to be human. That's something that I feel this round of sickness, of illness, has gotten me under the under the rug more. Because I'm human. I have human emotion. <clears throat> and it's not just the physical, like, being sick. It's the mental. And just being tired, you know? Both spiritually and mentally. Of a lot of things that I honestly can't control. And I think about it and I was like, you know, I just want to let go of that because ain't nothing I can do about it. I can't change the way someone thinks or the way they do things. I can only do what I can do and be the best at what I do. But what I can't do is hold all of that on me. I can't put that on my shoulder. It's not for me. I can only do what I do. And so I talked about this in terms of my job. Like, it's a lot of things I wish were different. I wish everybody got along. I wish even if everybody didn't like each other, we still respected one another. And we came in there, we got our job done, and that was that. That's not the case. It's not always the case. It's very toxic. Very toxic environment. And it's one of those environments where I know I can't stay. Like, I tried, and I was like, you know what? This is not for me. This is not for me. I had to come to a realization, like, this is not where God wants me. Like, not in this state of mind, because this place, it compromises my peace. Because I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to work. I'm going to do what I can. But it's not. It's nothing I can do about stuff that, hey, upper management says, we have to do X, Y, Z, and, you know, the staff gets upset or whatever. A lot of the stuff I realize, like, you ain't got nothing to do with it, you know? And I remember, like, when I initially started feeling bad, I ain't say nothing to nobody. But I kept thinking to myself, I just do not feel good. I need to, you know, take care of myself. And I kept trying to make a promise to myself. Like, Kia, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. And I tried. Every day I went in there, I would say I would take better care of myself. And every damn day, um, I would get my ass thrown. It'd be short staff, you know, the usual with, you know, mental health patients, it's always going to be difficult. Like, you can walk in there and it'd be crazy as I don't know what. 
And, you know, depending on how the staff works together, because there's no one-man show. Like, we all got to work together to settle the storm. If we all can work together and do our job, we can get it done. But when you got people who deliberately try to make it hard, oh, Lord, it just becomes such a hassle. And so the days that it's like somebody I know just like literally, like I'm sitting there like, come on. Like you already know not to mess with this patient. Why are you bothering this person? Why are you doing this? Those days are the days I honestly can say I sat back and said, okay, why am I here? <laughs> like, what what, what am I here for? Because, I, I, I mean, I can't make people see the forest from the trees, okay? I can't make them see the bigger scheme, you know, the bigger picture. Like, we're here to do a job. This is mental health. The patients have different, you know, behaviors, and that's why they're there. You know, they would not be here if that were not the case. So now that we have that established, can we go ahead and do our job? And so when I realized that there are some people who honestly don't get that, I realized, you know, like, hey, ain't nothing I can do about that. Like, I was watching something where somebody said, Mental health isn't for everybody. It's a very difficult area to work. My mom was saying to this lady in my hometown, she, um, she, it was, I think she was going to an appointment. And one of the providers, she told the provider, I work mental health. And the provider was like, is your daughter still working mental health? Because that's a hard area. And a lot of people just, they can't do it. And she said, yeah, she's still there. And she said, well, she must like it. Because a lot of people cannot work mental health long. I can say this. I like working with the patients, but I also feel like you have to have a good life, work-life balance with mental health. And this is why. With a lot of the cases, it can be draining. A lot of patients, a lot of things they have going on, it can be draining. But if you don't live your life, and if you carry a lot of what they have going on home, you'll end up with just as much on your shoulder and a mental health crisis of your own. And I'm in a place where I realize that for me, I love what I do, but the reason that I am sick and not really healing the way I should is because I didn't take care of myself. And I didn't really have a good life balance, work-life balance. Like, I'll take you back, like, the end of last year. One of the twins, Peyton, kept getting sick. I was like, Peyton don't get sick? Like, we don't get sick like that. We usually, like, I have sinus infections really bad. Once a year, it put me down. And once I get over that sinus infection, I'm good. This is the first time I've had an infection that has lingered. I've had to be put on different antibiotics. I've had to require treatments because I started wheezing. It's been bad. I developed laryngitis. On top of that, the first antibiotic really sparked my GERD. And when I tell you, 
I thought I was about to die vomiting. Like, just straight vomiting constantly. I couldn't stop it. So, it was bad. It was pretty bad. But, back up to November again. In November, Thanksgiving, Peyton was sick. We were home for Thanksgiving. Peyton got sick. Took her to urgent care. I'm so concerned about having to be at work, okay? Took my girl to urgent care. She ended up having RSV. Um, Took her, but I went ahead and went on back to work. My mom and them, they took care of her. Then, here we go. Right back down there for Christmas. Peyton's sick again. This time, Peyton has the flu. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I have to work Christmas Day. They're going to be so pissed off because people always notoriously call out during the holiday. Like, I've been in healthcare for 20 plus years. People will call out left and right. Like, they didn't know it was Christmas. They didn't know it was Mother's Day. They didn't know it was Father's Day. They didn't know it was a Memorial Day weekend. You know, they would call out left and right. And the reason it becomes a hassle is because in some institutions, like in most of the places I work outside of this place, they offer you time and a half. This place gives you comp time. A lot of people don't care about no damn um, comp time. They don't. They want to be, they want the money. You know what I'm saying? They want to be compensated. If I come in for 12 hours and I know I'm going to take home a good check, I'm going to come in, do them 12 hours and get it on. And so this particular place does not do that for holiday time, which I think is a huge miss for them because a lot of people would come in because they want that money, you know? So anyway, I felt so bad. Because my child was sick. I didn't feel worth the shit. The other twins started coughing and having the sniffles. And my stepdad, throughout the whole thing, had COVID. He had COVID. And we didn't have our big, like, Christmas dinner. We didn't have nothing, you know, because he was sick. So he had COVID. He was in the room. Um, My mom was running back and forth between everybody. (laughs) Okay, she was trying to make it do. And here I am, like, I've got to go to work because they're counting on me. If I don't go, they're going to be upset. So I took my girl urgent care. Like I said, she was spiking temps 103. And when I got back home, I got her on her meds and everything. I said, if she stabilizes, I'm going to go on in because I just got a good feeling one of the nurses is going to call out. It's going to be one nurse, and I hate that. I went in. I went in. I called, like, once Peyton's temp broke to, like, one-on-one, I knew she was going down. I said, okay, good. Now, any other parent probably would say, F that job. My child's still sick. I'm not feeling well. F them. I'm going to take care of me and mine. No. I took my ass on in there. Went in there. Ain't even had time to change, put on scrubs or nothing. Went in there with a jogging suit on <clears throat> because, you know, they were waiting on me to get there because they had no damn nurse. I get there, and one of the nurses that was there had attitude because she felt like, well, I don't call out unless it's emergencies. 
And I was like, being sick like that is an emergency, especially if that's your child. And she was having like a nasty attitude all day, really didn't want to be bothered. And so that was what I experienced towards the end of the year at this particular job. Going forward, January, you know, we had a lot of patients sick. And so next thing I know, I'm sick. And I'm constantly trying to come in there and just, okay, let me get through. Let me get through. I was irritated because I was like, man, I'm, I just really need some time to get myself together. I'm just going to keep trying to push through. So I came in. It was last week. And I worked and I said, man, I don't know if I'll make it. Because when I looked at the schedule that coming Monday, I was working by myself. I was like, you know, I already feel like shit. Then they're going to stress me the hell out. Like, my blood pressure was already through the roof. That's the other thing. I kept having booming headaches. Okay? Talk about a stroke on the way. Booming headache, sinus pain and pressure. And I knew, like, I could taste the blood in the back of my throat. Like, I knew I had a bad infection. But I still was like, let me just wait a couple of weeks and I'll go to my doctor. No. I went down quick, okay? <clears throat> then by that Friday, I came in. I got there late because I had the poops. I mean, I woke up like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning continuously shitting. I couldn't get myself together. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to be late. I'm going to just have to be late. So I got there, and I was like, I can't do this. I cannot do this. It's always a constant. They don't have their shit together. And then I got, it's like, there's no room for me to even get myself together. So I was like, I ain't going to be able to do this. I got to go to urgent care. So I left to go to urgent care. My boss looks at me and says, well, I got somebody to work for you, work with you on Monday. As if, like, lady, you don't even know if I have the COVID, if I have COVID, the flu, pneumonia. You don't even know what's wrong. And you're basically saying, Go home for the weekend, but you're going to come back on Monday, regardless of how bad you feel. I didn't go back that Monday. The provider put me out, and I was thanking God that she did because I was sick, worse than I thought. My blood pressure was through the freaking roof when I got there. Like, straight up stroke lane. Straight up stroke lane, honey. <clears throat> and like I said, the first antibiotic they put me on Oh, my God. I was, like, vomiting. It was horrible. It was horrible. I developed the laryngitis, everything. I drug my ass in there that Tuesday to work. I was barely there. I could barely talk. I just couldn't. So, thank God I was off that Wednesday and Thursday. I had a doctor's appointment that Wednesday. Now, my doctor wanted to see me that Tuesday. But, again... Me being who I am, I said, look, the late, I said, my boss didn't even want me to be off on Monday. I said, as bad as I feel, as sick as I am, she didn't give a shit. I said, so it was a battle even to get Monday off. I said, I already know she'll say something about Tuesday. I mean, if somebody don't even just 
roll me in there in a gasket. That's the only way. And she'll probably tell him to prop my ass up in the seat just so she can have a body there. I said, but the bottom line is I can't be off Tuesday. Let me just try to get through that day. I said, I have Wednesday and Thursday off. If you could please get me in one of those days. So they got me in on Wednesday. Got in on Wednesday, did a full workup. They'd have lab work. Child, it was a mess. It was a lot of things. Um, But at the end of the day, when I got home, I thought about it. I was like, man, I'm just, I put myself on a back burner. Did I not start this year saying I was going to put me first and make sure that I'm taking care of myself and my needs? Because I can't do anything else without taking care of myself. I can't show up and be the best me as a mom, as a daughter, as a friend, as a co-worker, as a nurse, a nurse practitioner. I can't do any of those things if I'm not at my best. And so it bothered me because, you know, I hadn't worked with this side of healthcare in a while. Like prior to COVID and through COVID, I worked for HMO and they were very family friendly and this type of bullshit would have never happened. I would have been quickly told, no, ma'am, you're going to be out. We got it. We got enough people to, you know, like we're good. You're going to stay home and take care of yourself. <clears throat> this is the first time I've had to go back and forth with an employer about me being sick. Because since I've been a nurse, I've been the proverbial workhorse. Everybody knows I'm going to show up. They know I'm going to do my job and I'm going to do it well. And if it's anything, you only have to tell me once, go over something and I'm going to get it done. But if I'm sick, I'm sick. And I've been allowed to heal. This is the first place I've ever worked where I've been treated like shit. And I'm going to make it known. I'm going to make it known because as bad off as I was when I got to my doctor on that Wednesday, it just made me realize, like, there is no need to be in an environment with people that will treat you like that. You know, I understand they have their staffing needs and you have this and that going on, but this is the first time in 20 years I worked somewhere And I've really just had enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have to do what you got to do. But if that person is sick, there's nothing they can do. And it should be common sense. But again, remember I said starting this that there are some things I don't have any control over. When administration cut their supplemental staffing, and they cut overtime and they cut out this and that. They cut out a lot of those nurses. And so whereas you could call somebody and get them in there quick, they don't have that now. And so I thought, I was like, well, hell, that ain't my fault. That's their fault. There's nothing I can do about something they decided to do. They decided to do it. They didn't think through it. And now they think it's my fault. Like, I need to deal with that. No, I don't. I don't need to deal with that. There's nothing I need to deal with. I need to take care of me. I need to take care of me. And so I say that to say that we can't be superwoman or superman. We have to learn, you know, when our body is telling us to 
to take a break and to nourish our own selves mentally and spiritually, physically. We have to do what we have to do for ourselves, mind, body, and soul. I let it slip away because I tried so hard to show up. And it wasn't until I got really sick that I realized that when Peyton was sick, they're used to me being there. They're used to me making sure they're okay. And I didn't. I put them on a back burner. But that very same manager that gave me a hard time about being off and being sick, her daughter got sick. And I remember she had the flu. And I remember when her daughter had the flu and she found her child was sick, she dropped everything, went to her child, and she stayed out to take care of. She got sick, you know, they stayed out. It was no question. Got to take care of myself. But my black ass was ordered to come back. As if my life doesn't matter. So I remember that. I'll remember that. And I remember that this is how this particular organization treats their staff. And that is why I have to, you know, do what I have to do. Because that's not right. And I think that's why a lot of people, honestly, are working jobs now, seeking jobs where they're remote. Because who in the hell wants to work for people? Who would treat you like that? Like, you make sure you and yours are good, but you don't care about the other people that work for you. You just know what you don't want to do. And so, with that being said, just remember, take care of yourselves. I'm just taking it day by day myself, getting back in the groove. Um, and I'm nowhere near there, nowhere near. Um, but take care of yourself. Because this could have been way worse. Like, my blood pressure was really bad. Those headaches were really bad, and I let it slip. And then to work somewhere where people don't even care, you know? They're too busy laughing and going on. It's just... But all things come to an end. But, um, again, take care of yourself because it's so much that God really wants for us and if we're not able to receive it mentally and physically and spiritually you know it's almost like um, like a water repellent like it's bouncing off of you <coughs> you can't receive the blessings that God has for you and that's where I feel like I am I haven't been able to fully receive what God has for me because I'm in this negative space and I don't need to be here. And um, I haven't been able to really deep dive and take care of me the way I need to. Because I'm too busy trying to make sure that the patients have cups and snacks and headphones so they can listen to music and bringing them stuff and doing this and that. And not really pouring into my own kids the way I need to, the way I usually do. And my girls are used to me being there. 
<coughs> my girls are used to me being active and I had missed too much of nothing. Like I was at school with them for StarCon and everything. But we haven't had family night. We haven't been anywhere for like a family day trip. Like I usually take them bowling or or to a movie. We do something fun. We just been cooped up in the house. And I'm not going to do that anymore. Because I remember that that lady dropped everything and went home to take care of her family. Because that's who matters. And I have to remember, I matter and my children matter. So that's all I have to say today. I hope that you have a great weekend and continue to shine bright. Thank you.